Hi, this is Bill Johnson, and you're listening to the Horror Squad Podcast. Squad podcast is episode number 215. Tonight we're talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022, currently streaming on Netflix, just came out last week. I'm one of your co hosts, Todd. We have Steve, Sam, and Joe. Fellows, lady, what's going on? Hello, Hi, Todd. hello. Uh, and Todd, it's actually Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, the oh, there's no the. on this one, so I'll get it right. Well, oh. let's reshoot the whole episode starting now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, it's a big distinction. You know, you got Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Then you also got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003. Uh, Texas, Texas Chainsaw. Chainsaw. Yeah. So Leatherface Part 3 and Part 7. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. They need to calm down with the names. Just like we discussed yeah. in Scream. Just do Scream 5. That's all you need. Yeah. Can well, one, just one fucking series, just do numbers. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> Well, I'm excited to discuss another requel tonight. So, you love them requels, yes. that's for sure. The hot, the, yeah, it's the hot, it's the hot thing on the streets right now. We had remakes, and now the hot thing on the street is requels. So, let's keep it going. Not... Sally's been waiting 50 years, folks. So, who, who's next? Like, you think of doing a requel that uh, an original star has just been biding their well... time to kill the killer <laughs> one last time? They Alien. Can, uh... Let's get Sigourney back. Yeah. I'd watch that. Just get rid of part three and four and just do uh, mm-hmm. part three to part two. That'd be cool. You can even get rid of part two if you want. No, what are you talking about? It's the best one. <laughs> it's a re it's a requel, Todd. Uh, you gotta you okay. can't <laughs> Well, if they want to go crazy, they can get rid of uh Nightmare on Elm Street two and three. Yeah, and they just could. uh have let Heather come back. I've been I'd be studying Freddy's since fucking nineteen eighty seven. I'm coming I've been back. staying up since nineteen forty four. I haven't slept. I've been waiting to close my eyes after this night. She's all strung wow. out and shit. <laughs> Sleep starts tonight. Ooh. All right. I like it. That's she, she she comes in for like five minutes and worthlessly gets <laughs> murked and yeah, I mean that probably that's the one that probably makes the most sense if they're gonna do another one because we've been waiting for a Night Run on Street forever and like if they can somehow get Robert England to come back and put the makeup on again, that would be exciting. I'd be excited for that one. Although I don't know if it'd be very good because quite like Heather Lane Camp's acting is not great. <laughs> so. Yeah, she's not that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want one where on. like maybe she spent the last like forty years going to hell to find the Dream Warriors. And then assembling mm-hmm. them one last time to get rid of Freddy once and for all, you know? 40 years of going to hell, though, Steve? That's... I mean, of course. <laughs> Sally Jeez. went nowhere, and she spent 50 years. So. Well, Sally was at least a, a marshal or something. At least she had a job. Unlike right. Lori, who was just cheesing it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ruining her family. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't requel Friday the 13th, because, like, what are you going to do? Like, they're like mrs Voorhees would be dead at that point like I mean, it, so it wouldn't be a requel because then you'd have to bring jason back and he doesn't show up till part two really so yeah i mean unless you go like really old school like i'm trying to think like psycho or something like that you could do, like but i mean you'd have to recast norman bates which i mean they did in this one so i guess it's they, they, possible. they recast both leatherface and sally so they can definitely right do it exactly again, you know? 
What's yep. Vince Vaughn doing these days? Right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he came back. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I vote Tom Holland can be in Psycho. No, no, too much course. too much to him. He needs to take a break. Come on. They're going to they're gonna wear him out like they do every hot yeah, young they actor. Are. And they just put mm-hmm. him in everything until you're tired of him. Yeah. Are you guys excited for his new movie there? It's like a video based on a video game, right? Yeah, Uncharted? No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not really. it does, yeah, I saw the trailer. I was like, no thanks. It's just Come like on. any other action movie. It does. It looks like yeah. generic action movie. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it looks like, I feel like it looks underneath, beneath him, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's probably going to launch like a franchise if it does well, but it's still like, mm-hmm. just give me Indiana Jones. Give me old man Indiana Jones again. Oh, it's coming. I know, but <laughs> they're, they're, they're actually Again? finishing filming this week, I think. So oh, he's so old. Yeah, he's like eighty. <laughs> yeah. How 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 much longer physically can his body? Well, I mean, you got Leatherface and Michael Myers are around killing people, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Someone. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if they're gonna ignore four, <laughs> like that never happened kind of thing. Or... I like four, man. I'll stand by four. I'll uh, back it up. I, I Just think. like Spider Man three, I'll back it up. Right. <laughs> We're not going on that subject, that's for damn sure. All right, <laughs> all right so uh, we're going to do questions later this episode because uh, they're pretty much all uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre related, so it's going to tie into our discussion. So you guys want to start with some What Watched? Because I'm pretty psyched yes. to talk to Joe, the, who is uh, has to, who finally watched Rectuma, his punishment right. for the Super Bowl loss. So Joe, what do you think of Rectuma? Yes, so... Steve gave me this gem of a movie. Uh, so yeah, Rectuma is about a uh, a gentleman who is on vacation with his lovely wife who is basically wants to murder. She's reading a book that says like how to murder your husband in like five steps or something like that. And that's the, a running joke throughout the whole movie, her trying to kill her husband. Um, but yeah, he uh, while on vacation, he gets bit on the butt and he doesn't know what really bit him. But he's like, ah, oh, shit. So then he goes home goes back to his regular mundane life um, and he just keeps complaining about you know his ass really hurting and stuff like that so he decides to go to a uh, proctologist who I, I think had a silly I can't really remember right now but uh, and what we come to find out is that he was essentially raped by a uh, horny bullfrog that uh, basically splooged inside of him and uh, yeah it's created like some sort of like blockage in his anus or something like that so the guy's like listen like you're gonna die like you only have like he says well first he's like you only have six months to live he's like wait did i say six i meant three months he's like wait three months actually it's only like six weeks and he's like six weeks no 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 i I meant two weeks and that's like the running joke for the entire time then it finally comes down to you probably only have hours to live and the guy's like he's like but there's one thing you can do he's like Go see my doctor friend, Dr. Uh, Wansamsaki, who is an Asian fellow. Um, he goes and meets this man. By the way, like this movie is like super like just ra- like every racist stereotype you can think of. They go. It's not like terrible because like they literally go after like every single like race and like thing you can think of. So like they, they didn't leave anyone out here. Like everyone is offended by uh, here. Um, so he ends up going to him. He implants these uh, toxic like uh i don't even know rods like uh nuclear rods inside of his anus um and he's like all right but what you got to do is you have to get an enema you have to do a saltwater enema um after this thing he doesn't do the saltwater saltwater enema creates a massive 
uh, nuclear buildup in his ass, which creates his ass to detach from him and just go on a rampage of killing people, smearing their shit, uh, like smearing shit all over his victims and stuff like that. Obviously, the ass goes back to him after all the killings. His DNA is obviously all over the crime scene. He is, uh, you know, obviously framed for these murders by his own asshole. Uh, and from then, the asshole just grows bigger and bigger with the more toxic, uh, <laughs> with just the, the bigger, the, the asshole basically grows to the size of basically Godzilla uh, and attacks uh, the world uh, in a Godzilla. It even scales a building like King Kong at one point. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, this movie is like, it, it's terrible. But you know what? I kind of enjoyed it at the same time. Like it, it's like a trauma movie, right? So like if you're into like trauma movies, then I would say go for this one. Cause like, you know what? I actually laughed quite a bit. Um, I, it's about as low budget as low budget can get though. Like it is like not even, I wouldn't even call it a B movie. It is like a, an F movie. Like the quality here is downright awful. Like they're like the whole movie is voiceovered too. Like it sounds like they like filmed it in like a, like they went back and like they recorded the voices because like there's not even any background noise. Like when they just talk, it's just like their voices and like you don't even hear like birds chirping or like any. So it's so fucking terrible. Um, so, yeah, I mean, know exactly what you're getting into um, when seeing this. So, yeah, if you're a fan of trauma, I would say go for it. If you're not a fan of trauma and movies like that, absolutely skip this. You forgot to talk about the amazing music interludes between scenes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like uh, two women that continuously like are singing throughout the movie about Rectuma, which is actually quite catchy. I'll give them that. <laughs> I'm disgusted. Like I was, I had to take my headphones off because I was throwing up in my mouth. As I like, say, you really went into depth on that review, man. Yeah. Joe's like, that's, I'll leave it there for now. It's like, yeah, the whole movie. <laughs> like, oh, there's more. Trust me. You there's went in with more. the fecal matter. <laughs> You have to. I mean, when there's a Rectum, I mean, they even teased a sequel at the end called Scroton. Unfortunately, it was never made, but they do show a little preview of Scroton, and it's it like it email Charles Band. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> we definitely need Scroton made at some point. Jeez. That was a good pick, Steve. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, when I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good punishment because it's bad. I mean, it's real fucking bad, but at least it's somewhat entertaining. You know, there's some jokes that you're like, Oh my God, you never do it. Yeah. Next. No. Yeah, totally. Like it definitely, like it was never like, you know, there are some bad movies where it's like torture to sit through it, you know, but at least this one was like fun. It had like a, a, a sense of fun to it. And there was like, it was like very immature humor, but like it, it was kind of funny. And then there was like a recurring joke about one of the, uh, the uh, officers. She was like Jodie Foster or she wanted to be Jodie Foster. And like, she even shows up at the guy's door. She's like, hi, I'm agent Starling, uh, Clarice Starling. And like, the guy's like, you're not fucking Jodie Foster, but she sounds, she like did a great impersonation of Jodie Foster uh, throughout. And yeah, it was like, and she, oh man, it was funny. All right. You can watch on Tubi. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My uh, first one is a book called no exit by Taylor Adams. And it was published in 2017. It is about a girl that's uh, traveling to go um, meet her mother. because She's in the hospital passing or, you know, in the process of passing away. So she's in college. She has to travel during a big snowstorm. She ends up getting snowed in in a rest stop. 
and uh, there's a you know small group of people. You got a couple, um, you know the the handsome guy. You got a fucking weird dude. And then she goes outside to try to make an emergency phone call, and she notices a creepy van in the parked in there. She walks up to the back of it and notices a dog cage with a little girl about ten years old stuck inside. So she's been kidnapped, and they're all snowed in in this rest stop. You know, no cell service, no landline, um, and then no emergency services coming for quite a while. So she has to figure out, you know, which person inside the rest stop is the kidnapper, uh, how to get the girl to safety because they're snowed in, and there's you know bunch of you know big men that could potentially be the killer and she's like a described as like a you know five foot nothing 100 pound girl so she has to um, outwit people and then the mystery is like who's in on it um who's gonna side with her and how she get out of the situation so it's a little thriller i liked it a lot that's no exit for the book readers out there so I have one. I'm currently finishing it. Um, it's called The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. It was released on Netflix. It's starring Kristen Bell and Michael Ely. Um, it's pretty much like a dark comedy, I guess. I'm only a few episodes in and it's like a parody of those mystery romance novel kind of book where she... She ends up losing her daughter. She's divorced and she's become an alcoholic and she's also taken medication and she has a new neighbor that moves across the street who's an attractive guy. Seems like he has all of this stuff together, but then she witnesses a murder and she ends up calling it in and it's playing out to where they're making her feel like she's crazy. And you're like, is it because she's on the medication and the wino and all of that stuff? But then we see like on our end, we see that the woman, well, maybe I shouldn't say. Anyways, if you like reading mystery novels and like stuff like that, give it a watch. But I would say it's more like a, like a bathtub watch, maybe laundry, but you kind of got to pay attention. All right. Uh, so my first one, um, like we talked about in the last few episodes, we uh, on our Discord have a movie club and uh, we picked a movie last month called The House, which you can find over on Netflix from 2022. And uh, we reviewed it on Saturday. Uh, thank you, everybody who came and joined us. It was a lot of fun discussing that movie. So The House is a stop motion animated anthology. Um, it's got three stories and they're like half an hour each. So the first story is basically like these humans because it's a different like breed every uh, story so the first one is humans and it's about a family who are uh, kind of kicked out of their house and brought into a much better house uh, and then the house starts consuming the parents uh, and then the kids are trying to figure out how to like kind of get out of that house and go back to their old lives which they miss it's kind of like a whole metaphor for um you know, things consuming you and not taking care of like your family and stuff and forgetting where you came from. Uh, so at least that's what I took from it. Uh, it's a it's a pretty interesting story. It's got good score. It's very dark. And it's definitely the most horror of the three stories. Uh, then we have a second one where it's, uh, it's a rat. And it's a rat who is, uh, he, he like bought like a shitty house and he's renovating it, but he's in a lot of debt. And this is kind of his entire life savings put into this house so he needs it to go really well and he gets other rats over to like kind of do an open house but then 
uh, these bugs start coming in and shit and he's trying to like clean them up and clean them up but uh, then all of a sudden he does his open house and these two other rats just start living in his house <laughs> they're like oh we're interested we're interested and they start making themselves like too comfortable in the house and then he tries to get him out and he can't uh, it's a pretty crazy story there's some stuff in this particular one that was really like whoa okay that came out of fucking nowhere uh for those who watched it there's a scene about a dentist that's like just blew my fucking mind um and this is probably one of my favorite story of it because it's kind of a metaphor for people getting in over their heads and you know at first you know when debt piles up and stuff like that you can kind of control it but eventually it becomes too much and it overwhelms you so pretty good story and my favorite of the three and then finally the third one is about cats uh, this one uh it's the, the house is like surrounded by water and it's slowly sinking and this girl has tenants in her house and she's trying to keep the last tenants that she has and she's trying to renovate it to make everyone happy but she doesn't take anyone's input she just wants to do everything her own way and eventually her tenants start moving out which is making her kind of lose everything and this one's about you know kind of finding common ground with people and listening to other people's advice and uh, because if you don't, you know, and you draw a line in the sand, you eventually lose the ones that uh, your friends and stuff like that. So the whole story is very like big metaphors. It's a really deep film and there's a lot to like about it. But like that last one was pretty boring and it's not the greatest film. You know, uh, we did enjoy discussing it because it's a highly discussable film. But uh, overall, I'd say maybe worth a one time watch. But uh, if you're not going to have anyone to discuss it with. Maybe it's a pass on this one. So that's The House over on Netflix. All righty. Uh, my last one tonight is uh, a film from 1979, a movie I've been wanting to watch for a very long time because it is considered a classic and it is one that I've never just watched before. So I decided to watch Phantasm, which you can watch over on Tubi for free. Uh, and yeah, so this one is about, well, it opens up with like this dude. He's like having sex with this woman and he gets murdered. Um, his two friends think he committed suicide. Uh, so we go to his funeral, you know, and then, uh, this young boy, uh, kind of like stays back and is kind of like spying and he sees this tall man, um, instead of going to like bury the body, he puts the casket into uh, a hearse, which is like kind of, he thinks it's like kind of mysterious. So he kind of like uh, goes and kind of scopes out the tall man um, some more. Uh, he comes to find out basically the tall man is like a psychopath essentially um, that basically like has all these like minions working for him. Like, uh, God, I don't even know how to describe some of them. Some of them look like they were straight out of star Wars, like those little, what are they, Ewoks or something like that running around. Uh, and then he has like this crazy ball spear that goes around and like sucks people's brains out and shit like that. Um, yeah. So then in the movie, essentially from there is just like this kid trying to, uh, outrun the tall man and survive, uh, his minions and, uh, the two, uh, older gentlemen uh i can't remember their names right now but they you know he kind of brings them into it and they try to fight the three of them kind of try to fight off the tall man together uh and that's really the story um pretty basic uh it's a pretty basic premise um i you know i had mixed feelings about this but overall i come out mainly i guess positive um, it's not like to me, it wasn't like anything amazing, but I could see why people love this movie. Cause like, if I watched this when I was younger, uh, like when I was a kid, I think I really would have loved this. Like I can see, I think a lot of it is nostalgia for sure. 
for people. Um, I will say the uh, score. I loved the score of this movie. Um, I really liked uh, like the little minions and stuff. The tall man is a pretty cool character. Um, but yeah, I mean, my biggest negative is it's just like a pretty simple story. Um, and there's not like a ton of like substance. It's more just kind of like the creepy tall man and like his creepy minions and stuff like that. But uh, there's not much else there. So for me, like it, I enjoyed it um would i watch it again you know probably um but you know i to me like i think i would give it all over on letterbox i'd give it like a three out of five so decent watch for me boy <laughs> yeah there's my tall man i, I, think, I don't uh, I, I just don't i don't i don't know if i would have the uh like interest to continue mm. out the sequels you know i mean granted they do leave it obviously with like a big yeah. opener like the way it ends but I mean, are the sequels where I know you weren't a fan of it. I don't think either one of you guys are fans of it. I mean, have you watched any of the sequels? I watched number two, and I think I remember liking it actually more than uh, yeah. one. And then um, the last one, I think, was Ravager maybe five years ago, and I watched that, and it was donkey shit. So, uh, yeah, I just never liked those, man. But teach his own, right? All right, my next one is another 90s shot on video classic called Kingdom of the Vampire. Uh, this one is about a mother and son. The mother is like supposed to be the last of a great vampire clan and she used to have a kingdom and they were hunted by humans and blah, blah, blah. Um, she has her son. He's also a vampire, but he doesn't want to be and he's very sensitive. He likes girls. He doesn't want to kill them, things like that. And she just like berates them and picks on them and calls them names and abuses them and all that stuff. Um, it's uh, actually the, the one of the better ones out of these uh, J.R. Bookwalter uh vhs shot movies the acting is rough but it, i mean it's made for a couple thousand bucks basically volunteers making it you know what i mean um and they really try to like uh make a serious film it's very similar to george romero's martin if you guys have ever seen that where it's like it's like a loose comparison but that's like the closest thing i can get to it but um his <laughs> the young man's acting like he goes for it but unfortunately he doesn't really have the acting chops to pull it off so like dramatic scenes and him like crying and wanting to get away from his abusive mother, mother just uh, turn out being kind of comedic because his acting chops are up to up to par. Um, but yeah, if you're into like these older '90s movies that are very low budget and um, like that sort of thing, I mean, you can get it. Otherwise, stay away. But it's, if it's not your style, but most of these are on Tubi. So that's Kingdom of the Vampire, directed by J.R. Bookwalter, 1991. Uh, so my final one this week, uh, in honor of today's review, is a movie starring Gunnar Hansen with Chainsaw in the title. You might have heard of it. It's called Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, uh, which is a 1988 film over on Tubi. Uh, I'd never seen this, and I'm currently on an 80s binge because I'm preparing for our episode in July for the top of the 80s. Uh, so in this one, it's basically a detective is looking into... Um, a bunch of crimes that happen by hookers who are chainsawing people to death. They basically pick him up and then just chainsaw them. And he's trying to figure out kind of what's going on and how he can stop it. So he goes to a strip club and he start, He wants to like basically infiltrate this group while Linnea Quigley, who also stars in this, is a uh, uh, dancing on stage and stuff like that. Gunnar Hansen is the leader of the cult that is uh, kind of commanding these hookers to kill the people. And uh, yeah, that's basically the story. There's not a huge uh, story in this one. Uh, the film was like, okay, you know, to be honest with you. First of all, the whole detective thing is narrated, which is totally unneeded. Like it just, 
it doesn't add anything to the story at all and just comes off like really weird um the chainsaw killings aren't particularly great and there aren't that many of them so that's that was kind of a disappointment for something uh like this like i was expecting i guess more gore but if you're looking for like tits plenty of those in this movie i mean everyone gets topless in this it's just that kind of uh, 80s exploitation film and uh, the end it was super weird like this it come becomes this whole like cult ritual thing that just made absolutely no sense and the characters like disappear and shit it's just it's just fucked up it's just weird um it was okay for a one-time watch i'm glad i like checked off the list but uh i wouldn't go out of my way to recommend this one so that's hollywood chainsaw hookers on tubi nice that i'm due for a rewatch on that one that's been a very long time (laughs) it came i got something in bandbox from that i think it was like a patch or something hollywood chainsaw hookers patch. that's right yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) exactly Greetings, Spice fans. Silk City Hot Sauce is now sponsoring the Dorkening Podcast Network. Our craft sauces are made in Vermont in small, high-quality batches using locally sourced, farm-grown ingredients. Silk City Hot Sauce comes in a variety of heat strengths and killer flavors like Jezebel, Erotic Fever, Mango Madness, and Good Morning Jonestown. And don't forget our newest creation, Hot Syrup. Make no mistake, Spice fans, this is the queen of sweet heat. There's new and unique flavors coming out all the time. Best of all, right now, listeners of the Dorkening Podcast Network can go to SilkCityHotSauce.com and use coupon code DORK. Not only will you get 20% off your order, we'll also throw in a free bottle of hot sauce. That's SilkCityHotSauce.com. Coupon code DORK. Trivia? Yes. Do it. Yes, yes, yes. All right. The scores are as follows. Three-way tie, 13s with Sam, Joe, and myself. Steven with a solid 10. Did you give Andy me Mans. my point, uh, Todd? I'm not giving you shit, dude. Oh. No, if, people, I, if people are taking my to? points off, I'm, I'm taking <laughs> my points back on. All right. I, I don't remember why, but sure. There you yeah, go. We, so we, we tied now. on a question last week. And everyone ignored me like I didn't exist. But video. Steve and I ignored you, Steve. Yeah, you're like Todd. You got it, Todd. If you take it, I'm like, I'm like, eating that booty It's so funny. She likes my divot. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Steve gets this one point. He's up to I'm 11. Sorry, Steve. That's nah, all good. I'll do better. I, I didn't honestly. I didn't even react to it. It's when I heard the audio. I'm like, wait a minute. Right. Did you laugh when you heard it? Yeah, I'm like, damn. That's... <laughs> it's, it's the episode where you guys happen to have removed a point from me. I'm like, you know, justice. <laughs> oh my God. That's right, who wants to start it off there? I'll go. All right, get it. All righty. So this week's <coughs> trivia <coughs> questions come from Kathleen. No, I'm kidding. They're from Kayla. <laughs> I just wanted to throw a wrench in the playground. All right. How many playground? Oh, that's dangerous. I just made it up. Ooh, <laughs> careful. Obviously. All right, careful, kids. All right. Okay. Um, how many times does Beetlejuice say he's watched The Exorcist? 137. We have 137. 200. 167. How do. Joe, how did you know that? Hmm. I know the quote. I've seen The Exorcist 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every time I've seen it. it. Good job, Joseph. 
Good job. In collusion, collusion, but. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right, I guess I can go next. Um, these are all Joe originals tonight. Oh, oh my. Uh oh, JLs. And I'm sure it's no surprise. I'm a, I'm a man of themes. And since we are covering Texas Chainsaw Massacre tonight, Ooh. we are doing Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise trivia, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Okay. So I hope, I hope you've been studying. Nope. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. So, first question. Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake related. Jedidai. <laughs> All right. All right. This one's pretty easy. So you guys might, we well, should be quick on the straw here. Okay. What song are they listening to at the beginning of the movie? Freebirds. In the van. Hmm. Incorrect. No. You threw muted, me off, I think. Todd. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh. Sweet Home Alabama? Sweet Home yes. Alabama is correct. Yeah. Very good. Good job. Mm -hmm. Because they are on Good their job. way to a Leonard Skinner concert. That's right. Hmm. All right. I'll go next. Hit it. So my first one is from Weezerface. So thank you, mm. Weezerface, for that. What was the first film Goblin did music for? Ooh. Suspiria. Wrong. Yeah, that would have been my ooh, oh. that would have been my guess too. Demons. Uh, Wrong. Demon Knight. I think seems Suspiria probably came out first Wrong. anyway. You guys want one more guess? Sure. Deep, you're, you're in the right like ballpark. Deep red. Correct. Yeah, oh. I was like, it's definitely a it's definitely yeah. a Fulci movie. Yeah. No, that was um Oh, that's Argento. Face, yeah, yeah. Deep red, 1975. Yeah. All right. This is a Todd original because Kayla, that one about the house at the end of the street is just too difficult. So I want to throw my bone here. Um, unless anyone have you guys seen House on the End of the Street? No. House at the end of the street? Yes. With Mary Kate. Elizabeth I Olsen? I have no idea because I never oh, saw Okay. It. Probably not. Okay, so I'm going to do a little Todd original. Who were Yo. the first three actors to play Leatherface? Gunnar Hansen. Okay. Bill Johnson. Okay. Oh, fuck. And uh, I don't remember. Maybe who the a few one. seconds before someone can steal it. I really don't remember the third one. Really? Yeah. R. A. Mahela. Oh, Joseph's stealing it. Oh. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but you got to say the other two. Uh, Bill Johnson, Gunner Hands. Good in reverse order. Okay. We'll allow yes. it. <laughs> Bill right. Johnson is actually our intro today. No, oh, nice. no way. Sweet. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. Back to square one. All righty. All right. Sorry. In The Shining. The seven-minute scene where Halloran discusses with Danny when he first arrives at the hotel about their shared ability to shine took a total of how many takes to film? Oh, okay. is, it, closest is it closest here? to? Yeah, I'll do closest to. That motherfucker 50. did a lot of takes. Uh, 30. We I'll got go, 50. We got 30. I'll go 60. 60? You guys are way off I don't know. Should I even do closest? Because it's yes, we should. Yeah, you said closest. Yes, we should. <laughs> it's 148. Oh my wow. god! Gets yeah, he was a madman. Damn, poor yeah, kid. He yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, can I just wow. have more ice cream? Shut up. <laughs> Jeez. It's a uh, joke. My turn. Alrighty. Joseph's turn. Alrighty. Next question. Quotes. Mm. This is a quote from one of the Texas Chainsaw Maskers. You have yeah. to tell me who said it. Okay. Okay. I thought which one. It's like, goddamn. 
No, 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 no. Like which character? The actor name? What? Which character? Okay. Okay, character. All right. I think we just picked up Dracula. That is correct. Franklin. Uh, Franklin. (laughs) I'm just like him, Joe. Thank you. Come on, Franklin. It's going to have a fun (laughs) tree. I fucking hate Franklin, dude. Oh, he's the worst. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 Shut the fuck up, Franklin. (laughs) You deserved it. Pissing in a can isn't hard, dude. What do you come on? Let's go. All right. Uh, my next two questions are from Kayla. So thank uh, you, Steve. Kayla. Yeah, Steve got that one right. Yep. So that's what two t- right for you, Steve. Sorry. Uh, three, I believe. Three. Okay, I missed the last one. Then. Three. Yeah, I got right. Sweet Home Alabama, um, The Shining, and this Franklin. One. Got yep. it. What kind of creatures are the killers in the 2015 horror film Unnatural? Never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen it. <laughs> Wonderful. Never <laughs> heard of it. To be um, I'll ask yeah, another same. One. I'll ask another same. One. Is it good, Steve? I've never seen it. <laughs> <You've> never seen <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, it was four for four. Yeah, it was polar bears. Um, polar bears. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll, that's interesting. Oh, fun. That's All cool. Right. Uh, next one. Greta <laughs> travels from the UK to what state to care for Brom in the film The Boy? Oof. So a nice old you, ge- wait, US wait, travels where? Travels uh, from? Greta travels from the UK to which state? What state? Which state? North Carolina. No. Fuck. Um, I feel like it's in the Northeast. Maryland? Uh, nope. Damn it. Never Massachusetts. Seen boy. Nope. Boy's pretty good, the first one. Uh, one more guess each? New Hampshire. Wrong. Uh, Vermont. Like, all wrong. Connecticut. Nope. Nevada. Maine. Nope. nope. Seattle. <laughs> Pennsylvania. All right, calm down. New Jersey. All right, that's enough guess. That's enough guess. Uh, Delaware. Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> you, you, no, none of them. Texas. Maine. Nope. Louisiana. Kansas. Arkansas. Christ. Oklahoma. <laughs> Damn it. Wyoming. North Dakota. South Dakota. Something. Kansas. So they, Florida. Ohio. All right, shut Georgia. up, everyone. Georgia. You, li- <laughs> you guys literally didn't even get it. Like, Michigan. Nope. <laughs> Fuck, dude! So the Pennsylvania. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Just say but, the say yeah. the damn answer. Mo- Montana. <laughs> Montana. Oh, wow. No, no one would ever guess Montana. <laughs> right. Who goes to Montana? I wouldn't even uh-huh. guess that from the movie. It seemed like it was all. Yeah. Yeah, like Northeast sounds like a good guess. Huh. I feel like in the second movie they're in the Northeast for some reason. No, they're in England in the second one. Are they? Okay. Maybe yeah. that's what I'm thinking of then. All right. Who's up? You. Me. Okay. Uh, from Kayla. What is the name of the swamp in the Hatchet series? Oh, God. Yeah, no idea. The Bayou. Bayou. Nope. I, no idea. <laughs> I mean, it's in New Orleans. Yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all I get done. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the. The answer show. is Swamp Jedediah. No. Uh, Honey Island Jedi. Swamp. Honey Island. Honey Island. Never in a million years. No. no. Kayla's like. That. She's going to sabotage you here. guys with these <laughs> yeah. freaking hard ones. Oh, my Sammy? turn already? Yeah. That, was, that was quick. Alrighty. So she said. <laughs> All right. What is the population of Harlow in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022? Uh, See, I know two. this answer. I know this answer because it was one of my it was my question too. So I don't think that's fair. All right. Answer okay. Two. Fine. No, it's 1974, same year as the original yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh shit! That was one of your questions, Joe. You said? <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, um, and she, and actually, and she took my other question too. <laughs> so now I got to come up with a third. One. 
Um, well, I got to come up with one. Okay, I'll try and make this one up. All right. <laughs> Let's go. All right. It's a four-parter. <laughs> All right. Kiki Palmer is starring in Jordan Pills Nope. Uh, what TV series that was spooky did she also star in? So not the I guess that Steve got it right. No? Okay. Um, did Steve get it right, Sam? You should know this. What'd you say? No. The Twilight Zone. Nope. I figured it was I Jordan Peele. So. No. Um, um, shoot. I don't know. Uh, okay, I'll, okay. Uh, also starred, this will give it away, Emma Roberts. American Horror Story? No. Um, oh, no. Yeah, it's got to be Scream Queens. Uh, it's Scream Queens, but I think that's no, I, I met, I met yeah. Scream as the Scream TV show. I've never seen it. No. No, no, I so guess too much anyway. It. No, no, I okay. guess too much. No one gets okay. a point. Okay. My questions are hard. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. All over the place tonight. Is it my question? Is it mine now? Yeah, back to you. Yeah, all, right. all right. Well, you got to bear with me because now I need a new question too. <laughs> it's hard. So shout out to Kayla again. Yeah, seriously. I know. We're all this talking episode is brought to you by Kayla's Trivia Questions. If you are throwing a party and would like some trivia questions, hit up Kayla. Okay, here's one. Here's an easy right. one. Hit it. All right. Okay. Leatherface is based on what actual series? I think Todd got it. I think. You said game, so I think. I did tied. not. No, you didn't. Fucker. I did. No, you did not. Ed you want, Gein. When I send I you mean, the audio yeah, clip tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that you doctor. If I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll send you the doctor. Another thing. Not doctoring <laughs> the clips. Steve records his, his voice again on a voiceover and puts it on there. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he splices it from other episodes. Yep. He's oh fucking evil mastermind. Yeah. I'll die. All right. All right. Let's go. Um, oh, it's yours. Go. Yeah. So still from Kayla. Kayla. Let's go find your. Gosh, our trivia is all fucked up tonight. <laughs> we suck. <laughs> <laughs> what are the names of the three killers in Wrong Turn? Oh, God. Jedediah, Zedediah, <laughs> and Zedediah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck, dude. Do they even have names? Yep. They, oh, they do. Like nicknames. They're not. Moonchild. Like... Bucky. Ooh, Bucky's, Bucky's Moonshine and Bear Trap. <laughs> good names. Uh, Pluto. <laughs> Wait, isn't one it. of them? Oh, Hills Have Eyes. No, that's Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jethro, Billy Bob, and <laughs> Cletus. Danny and Maffei. Right. All right. So the answer was Three Finger, Sawtooth, and One Eye. Oh, no. so close. Nope. <laughs> We're just on the cusp of that one. <laughs> All, right. All right. What is the subtitle of the 1988 film The Howling Part 4? Subtitle? Oh my God. Yeah, like, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, full, The Next Generation. Full moon. It's, it's something weird, if I remember. It's like something it's really not, stupid. It's not weird, actually. No? Okay. Mm-mm. It's pretty, uh, pretty original. Mm. Full moon is incorrect. The sound that haunts you. Incorrect. I don't know. I don't remember. The original nightmare. Oh, oh I've never I like seen that. past part one. I'm scared. So I'm scared. I thought one of the howlings had a pretty weird Maybe. subtitle. Oh yeah, it's it's part three. The marsupials. 
<laughs> part two is werewolf bitch oh. are you serious yeah <laughs> that's werewolf. i i knew some of them were super weird but uh that's great i wonder if that's good yeah werewolf bitch that's awesome that'd be a fun instagram handle <laughs> yeah yeah it is there it is werewolf bitch <laughs> yeah that's a terrible picture too it is oh oh it's on tubi there you go all right someone's up is it oh that was it yeah, that's that was a terrible it. night um Steve with three joe with two myself with two sam with zero that brings us to Mama. joe in the lead with 15 myself with 15 steve 14 sam 13 which concludes game number seven so close get into the final month that was a sloppy it's kind of my fault <laughs> no that's not your fault it's fine all right we uh Texas Texas chainsaw, chainsaw. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The moment you've all been waiting for 50 years in the making, Texas years. Chainsaw Massacre. And let me emphasize this Texas Chainsaw Massacre, not the, as Joe pointed out earlier. Thank you. After nearly 50 years of hiding, Leatherface returns to terrorize a group of idealistic young friends who accidentally disrupt his carefully shielded world in a remote Texas town. All right. So there is a uh, young group. They're kind of like influencers, kind of vibe I got from them. You know, they're the, typical like let's make changes kind of crowd that's going on in the world right now for better or worse uh, give or take and they decided to buy up a whole small little ghost town in a remote texas area and they're planning to like make it i don't even know what they're planning to do honestly make it like a utopia or something i don't really get it don't follow it but they're going there anyway uh they immediately run into a woman that has an orphanage that she's supposed to be there like hey like we own this this town you got to get out of here and she's like no you don't makes her freak out um, because she claims that she owns a house and like they never owned hers, blah, blah, blah. So she starts having a heart attack. The police are called, they take her. And then one of the um, the teens or the young adults decides like, hey, I need to go ride in the ambulance with her for some stupid reason. So they uh, go off in the ambulance. Oh, wait, there's one of her orphanage uh, sons that you know has been with her since the beginning. He's an older guy. He's going to go with you too. That's not going to end well for anybody. So this man goes with the two cops, the dying woman and one of our girls. And the girl on the way in transit, she passes away and it makes the son or whoever this character is snap and attack the police officer, ends up crashing out. Oh, lo and behold, it was Leatherface the entire time. Um, then he breaks out and he goes back to the town because that's where he lives and he's not going to let any hipster kids invade his Texas town. All right. Because he doesn't take that. He's sassy. Meanwhile, you have a girl that has a weird subplot where she was uh, she survived a school shooting, which makes no impact on the plot whatsoever uh we have a texas mechanic who's like the um i guess stereotypical texan you know he doesn't take anything from anybody but i think he's gonna bang this girl at one point but then it kind of passes from that and then leatherface comes back and starts slaughtering everybody that's there to volunteer to start cleaning up the town so leave it there what about sally oh yeah what about sally indeed (laughs) sally uh Sally from the original and uh, ended up after surviving the first movie became a, I think she was, she was what a sheriff or a ranger, Texas ranger, something like that. But she was hunting Leatherface for the last 50 years and couldn't find them. Um, so she gets a call that, you know, someone's killing people. And she's like, this is fucking Leatherface. I'm going to put my hair back, get my shotgun, get my cowboy hat on and go over to Harlow and hunt this guy down and hopefully save some kids in the process. We'll see. Don't so, forget pulling out the 50 year old Polaroid that she just had. That she didn't have at all in the movie, I don't think. In the original, <laughs> Steve watched it most recently, right? How did she get that Polaroid? Well, who and took was, the photo? 
the hitchhiker. I don't even remember. Hitchhiker. Yeah, that's oh, right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think he did. He took it and like passed it around. Uh, but there was, and then he took another. He took a few. So it's possible. It's How did possible. she get it back though? Like, wasn't it in the van? Like, did she have it in her pocket the whole time? I guess. Then like, it's not like yeah, she went maybe. back. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was perfect condition too. Like someone just took it. Yeah, that that, that was <laughs> right. more of the yeah. issue. It's like yeah. even Sarah Connor in Terminator Two had that picture and it was all fucked up like right. at the end. So, um, you know, like there's a lot of digest with this one, like good and bad. You know, like it had some great aspects to it. So I'll go over the, the stuff I like first. Um, this movie does not shy away from the gore and the violence, so I fucking respect her for that. When it starts happening, it like happens. Like there's some legitimate really cool hard-hitting kills and gore um and uh once it started the pacing pretty much stayed on point like once we get to the killing it happens and then we have a texas storm roll in and that's pretty cool there's a lot of good imagery in this one and there's a lot of like cool set pieces i do have some issues with it but overall the gore made this one an automatic it gave an automatic bump let's just leave it at that yeah so you know i I didn't, I, my expectations were like super low going into this just because I knew uh, of all of the problems this movie had. And the fact that like, they filmed it in Bulgaria of all places, I think it was, I found to be like super <laughs> odd. Um, and then, yeah, like director changes and then it was supposed to be a theater release, but it like tested so negatively that um, they just sold it to Netflix and it got dumped onto Netflix. So I was like, oh man, this is going to be a train wreck. And you know, I'm like kind of down the middle on this one, but I, I kind of tend to go more positive like Todd all because of the brutality. Like Leatherface does not hold back in this movie and the kills are quite amazing. Um, it, it, I kind of compare it to Halloween Kills in a lot of ways. Like the kills in that movie were awesome. The kills in this movie are awesome and the storyline is lacking. Uh, once again in this one but i will give this one big props for the cinematography because the, uh, there's some really beautiful shots in this movie especially like the the dead sunflower field stuff that was really cool but man there's a lot in this movie that makes no fucking sense uh at the same time and uh, i'll get into that after our initial thoughts but yeah those are my initial thoughts um all right so I'm just going to read my little notes because when I was watching it the other night, I was like, let me jot down some notes. I wasn't like hyped up for this one, but I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. Whatever. I love the remake with Jessica Biel. It's such a great movie. It's so scary. Um, it's terrifying. So Leatherface, when he's in the van, when they are rushing his foster mom or whatever the fuck, I don't, okay, there's okay sorry okay there's some there's some holes in this there's some holes in it so i'm like why aren't we why isn't her oxygen mask on now like why are we waiting until she's crashing uh but also so like i was i was i was for i was on the ride with it you know but then all of a sudden we're in the back of the van and leatherface decides to break the guy's hand and i think to myself okay michael myers whatever i mean okay sure uh so then Dante one of the main guys well the main guy you know I was upset I was like why even like he should not have been killed and it was so early on like he walked out in the road later on in the movie but I was really disappointed that they killed him like within 10 minutes of the movie starting I just it didn't flow right I think um why are we chilling on the party bus like 
we know so, like we've seen the town why are we on the bus just because it's raining what else can we see in this town i don't even think there's electricity uh, well maybe there's because uh, the theater marquee is like fully lit you're right okay so why aren't we like in the theater or somewhere else but why are we on the bus like isn't it time just to go to the hotel room and then we can decide if we want to invest and come back tomorrow or whatever but okay so this is where i was really disappointed now Leatherface, like what I missed so much about this movie is that you also have the family that he's with be such a big role in the movie to where it's disgusting. Like his family's gross. They'd like to torture you. And it's like they, what am I trying to say? Like, um, it goes on and on and on and it's just gruesome and you're wanting it to end like your skin is crawling because you're they do close-ups on like their mouths they're perverted they're just so gross and there was none of that so it took all of the the nastiness that I love about it it took all of that out but why did it take 49 minutes for a chainsaw to appear when it's Leatherface like 50 minutes until he grabs a chainsaw. I don't understand. I don't like that. And then we go into Sally. <laughs> the part when she's like, say my name. It's like, okay, Sally's child. Okay, Destiny's child. Game like, of Thrones, dude. Just stop. <laughs> and also like towards the end. Okay, there's just a lot of stuff towards the end. Um, she has him two feet in front of her and she just lets him walk by like why sally why if you've been waiting so long you would never have let him walk by also the main girl she doesn't like when she grabs the chainsaw and she like uppercuts him in the face she doesn't even like cut his face she just like cuts him in the jaw and it accidentally knocks him into the water like i feel like it should have been a good cut to the stomach and like not just an uppercut it was kind of weird it made me think of like um evil dead made me think of ash but okay um and then also real quick that ending scene was pretty triggering like was not expecting that I know I'm sure Joe will talk about that towards the end but I just didn't get attached to the characters I wanted more you know some of the gore was cool and I'm glad about that like I'm not shitting on the movie but I just think that they could have added a little more like grit to it to make it more leather face um but yeah I'm glad that I watched it so that's all I have for now I should absolutely hate this movie <laughs> hated all the fucking characters like all the characters in this I could not stand pretty much any of them the, for all their own different reasons mostly because they're underdeveloped and two like stereotypes of themselves you know they all placed to such a strong stereotype that it was kind of just pointless um so yeah hated that the story is stupid uh bringing back sally was just the dumbest thing ever this really did not need to be like a sequel to the original you know this could have just been its own texas chance on script thing and it would have been perfect in fact i think it was actually a kind of a handicap to attach it to say that this was a sequel just to the first one because it it left more questions than we wouldn't have had had it not been because the whole orphanage thing made no sense like was he there after the events of texas chainsaw was he like 12 but somehow the the body of a fucking 30 year old like who knows like it's it, the story is completely muddled 
And yeah, on paper, this is like, you know, something I should absolutely hate, but I fucking didn't. I really enjoyed watching this. And part of it, and I think the reason I liked this more than Scream and Halloween Kills, which had similar issues where I didn't like some of the characters and everything, is because those characters I don't like get their fucking due. And I super enjoyed that. And I kind of, I you know, maybe I'm an asshole for doing this. I kind of cheered a couple times when some of the characters died. And that's bad when you're you know your heroine or your hero gets killed you're not supposed to fucking you know jump out of your seat like fuck yeah <laughs> you know you're supposed to be sad about it but i wasn't whatsoever the kills are great in this in this movie as well and not only are they like gory and stuff but they're all like they're unique and i really appreciate a good unique kill like when they're doing different types of kills because like in scream it was just people getting knifed in the stomach like most of the movie that's it's cool but it's not super interesting whereas this Every kill had its own like unique take to it. So that was pretty awesome. But yeah, there are also a lot of weird things, decisions in this movie. Like this chainsaw, my God, they need to sell that shit in stores because it cuts through everything. It's crazy. It's cutting through woods, cutting through pipes. It's, you can fucking slide on the floor, no problem. It's, it's like the best chainsaw apparently ever. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of things I want to talk about like specifically but overall I, I I had fun watching this you know it was just kind of dumb fun yeah that chainsaw too just to touch on that it was in the wall for about 50 years yeah so no oil 50 year old gas and fires right up no big deal and me that's the trick that, that's that's the <laughs> that's magic remedy yeah. yeah neglect it <laughs> right exactly for 50 years but to touch on what Sam said it's um it's not dirty it's not dirty enough man like the original to this day, it still gives me a ver like a really grimy feeling. Like when um, mm -hmm. they're in the house and she's freaking out, and there's like chicken fucking bones, and even the opening scene with like the um, the body of the stage in the cemetery, it's slimy. And like they they play up Texas and that part of Texas being super hot and dirty, and and they didn't really do that in this one. It's like, and I didn't understand what their goal was and maybe the texan hit it on the head oh yeah you're a cult i get it you're a cult because it's like what are you guys accomplishing they didn't really say anything to make us care he bought a town and he's going to make it better what does that mean like i don't understand what are you talking about and i think the better movie or even like a simple change of the plot would have been get rid of the orphanage altogether and have you can have this ghost town sure and then just have the old house like 10 miles down the road or some shit like in they go fuck with it and you you repeat like the same plot as the original movie they go where they're not allowed and then they can come back to the town and he can wreak havoc but it's like he was in his 30s or so in the original and he just gets taken into this town that town wasn't a ghost town back then so he's just living with everybody and i there's too many questions like way too many questions for this type of movie it shouldn't be like what's going on in this one plus i instantly hated the characters right from the beginning um i just i don't want like when it's like highbrow, oh man, I'm, I'm gonna sound like the per people from Scream, but when it's like highbrow horror, like I understand like putting, you know, political messages or racial equality, things like that. But in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you don't need to have that stuff. You just have to have kids or whoever being killed by a psycho, you know? And Steve mentioned too, like stereotypes, even like you got the girl that you called the cops and then the girl had a heart attack and then you blamed it on the cops in the same scene. Like you can't have it both ways. You call the cops to get her out of here and then you're upset that she's getting out of there. It doesn't make sense. But then you have like the Texan too, the mechanic being a, like the biggest stereotype you can possibly imagine. So like they play every single stereotype 
for good or good or bad like oh you got the like it's like they try to tick off every single thing they could at the beginning like you got the cops pulling us over for no reason you got the texan guy speeding and fucking blasting smog in the air it's like give me a break just have just have a quick plot let's get to that bus scene because I, I like that bus scene a lot and let's just knock it out but i'm more with steve too i i fucking liked it a lot but i was waiting to discuss it because i could go worse than my original score or higher based on our discussion so sorry for ranting for a little bit so yeah like there's just like there's just like so many problems here but like i kind of agree with you guys like it's just it's a lot of, it is a lot of fun like if you can just turn your brain off and just like enjoy the brutality of it all like it, it is pretty fun like i did definitely had a lot of fun watching it but then like now like after i watched it and like sat on it for a day like i thought about all the problems it had like can we just like talk about like sally like getting fucking lifted 30 feet in the air with a chainsaw and she's a 70 year old plus woman and she survived it like come on like give me a fucking break yeah why did like sam said you made a big deal out of this and you're five feet away from him and and why did he? Why did he even walk past her to begin with? Why didn't he turn and kill her? Right. Well, that's, that's there's that's, like there's so many unanswered questions here. Like, and the my biggest problem is one Steve already brought up is like if this is a direct sequel, like what the fuck is this orphanage thing? Like when when did he go and live with the Sawyers? Right? Is it, I always confuse Sawyers and Hewitts. I think Sawyers are the original family, right, from the original Texas yeah. I think Hewitts is the remake family. But wh when did he go and start living with the Sawyers? And when the fuck did he go back? Like, it, no, there's why no, would he like, even it, leave the family? Because the original one, they're all alive still. But it shows him as a kid living at the orphanage. Right? Did it? it? Thinks, yeah. And and this yeah, oh, this movie there's like completely. there's a picture what? on the wall of all the kids in the orphanage, and right. it's, you're right. And it, you're right. His face is all scratched out. So he leaves the orphanage, I guess, and goes and lives with the Sawyer family. And then maybe after the events of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he's like, ah, let me go back and fucking go chill uh, at the orphanage and go like hang out there. Like, you know, like it just doesn't fuck? make any fucking sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like it makes absolutely like it's like they they're like, oh, this is a direct sequel. But hey, let's like completely ignore the original, like retconning this in like any sort of way from the original, like. Yeah, that, really, I mean that that definitely pissed me off. Really, the only thing that it's it's like the only reason they did that was to bring Sally back. Sally, yeah. But then absolutely to bring her in, be stupid and get killed. Why? Mm -hmm. You didn't do this at all. Like it made no you know, sense. I I I like what they're what they were trying to do with like. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you can't help but parallel to Halloween, right? With Lori doing the same right. exact thing, except Sally kind of had a better life. She's cop, whatever, but. I get that what they were trying to do was like it didn't matter at the end, like all her rage and regret or whatever didn't matter because he didn't know who the fuck you were. And I actually think that works better for Halloween with the direction that they took that Lori's not related to Michael. I think it would have been a lot cooler to see that in Halloween where she fucking wastes her entire life, ruins her family, and then it would have been awesome. Michael got out and didn't give a fuck about Lori Strode. I think that would have been cool. That's a different movie. But yeah, like you said, like what was her point? Like none. Shouldn't, shouldn't. No, no, nothing to the plot. Nothing. She, she, she was anybody. a marketing pl plot. That's all she was. It For was now. just a <laughs> marketing movie. It's not even the, she's not even the original actress. Like, so it's just no, like, no. oh, Sally's coming back, but it's not even the real Sally. And it's like, what does she really do? Like, how does she, she really doesn't do much. And, uh, and then she, her character is kind of just kind of thrown, thrown away. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like. I mean, I could see why fans of like, like hardcore fans of the original would be pissed off about this because it's kind of a disrespect 
like to that Sally character just to kind of like put her in here and I mean, she just gets fucking. I mean, I know she kind of saves the day, I guess, but then does she really? Because then we get this ending where, like, she's, I mean. <laughs> the Tesla just slowly autopilots somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, I'm coming, bitch. But uh, <laughs> this movie desperately needed, like, a scene, like, here we go, Halloween kills again. That scene when they go back to Haddonfield was cool, you know? Like, this yeah. show what happened to Mike. They should have showed what happened to the family because you still have the hitchhiker, you still have grandpa, right. you, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, I would have liked that. Hitchhiker's yeah. dead. It's just, uh, hitchhiker done? Yeah, he gets killed. Uh, he gets, he gets, run, I mean, over, gets, run, he gets run over. He gets run over, yeah. yeah. But all right, well, the, but I mean, the other guy, the scene. you would assume the old man is dead and grandpa's dead. No, no, grandpa's still alive. No, no, no. No, but like, let's have a recap of what happened with younger actors. Let's show the crime scene. Let's show like they because I really like the DVD in the gas station. Yeah, they're, that they're was showing. Cool. Yeah. But let's see that too. Like, I want to see like them going around the crime scene, or maybe Sally, like he was here, fucking blah blah blah, or whatever it was. Let's see something from there, and then we can show like Leatherface being taken in by what's her face. The, that the would remake kind of did that. If you remember, it's like in pictures at the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they they, they had the video like footage. Yeah, yeah. The I thought that was they should have done something like that. And then at the end, he mm-hmm. comes out and kills a guy. In the yeah. remake too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. But like, so do you think? I feel like it was an in- intentional that like Leatherface is like your kind of hero, right? Like, I feel like you're rooting for Leatherface in this movie, right? <laughs> Depends on what they're going for. Because <laughs> why? I feel okay, like but, that's what they're going for. Okay, then 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 why make the girl a school shooting survivor? then and that, try I mean, to make us emotionally connected that, with that and that and that plot line makes no sense and like i understand like what they were like oh okay well she like it's like get up from that you know like don't, <laughs> don't let that define you like that's kind of what they're going on because when she's on the ground there she kind of like is cowering mm-hmm. and then like she hears like the get up and she does find like get up and fight against leatherface so i you know so i guess that's what they were going for there but like it's just a really weird like plot device yeah, it's like she's afraid of guns, and then she gets an AR-15, but it doesn't work. It's like, what was the point of nothing? Nothing. It was like a bunch of hot tipic, hot, hot button issues that never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. They just had well, them. and same, and same with this Texas guy. Like, okay, it would have made sense if he was like a member of the family, which I think everyone I probably was he's thinking going that. For, yeah. <laughs> right? That's what, right? But like, then he, he's just like there, right? Like, he doesn't really do anything he doesn't really add anything like if he was like a member of like the Sawyer family that would have been cool yeah, yeah and speaking that of him so amazing. he's there like to like prep the town right that's his job yeah so, he's like and, the he, and he has a shop in there right uh-huh. how does yeah. he not know his truck only <laughs> yeah but how does he not know that there's people living in the town like he, he's like surprised that there's an old lady living there like three buildings down in an abandoned right. town and it makes no fucking sense but then he t- makes it his business by getting all fucking high and mighty. Right, like, exactly. Deed, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. takes their so, keys. Like, yeah, it's weird because like they make him like the bad guy, kind of, you know, like. But also the know. hero, kind of. For yeah, a but bit. Then, exactly. Right. And then ten minutes later, he's the hero. Like, oh, he's gonna whoops some ass, but then he gets his knees broken backwards, which is awesome. Yeah, like, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that one chick gets a fucking sledgehammer to the chest. Cool. <laughs> she's okay she's cool. yeah, yeah. She, that would have completely like collapsed her fucking she rib cage dead. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that that sledgehammer needed 50 years in a wall or uh yeah. like this wall. <laughs> and okay so, I, so so let me get this straight though these two chefs are the ones responsible for rebuilding this town 
just so they could have their own little restaurant in this town. It makes I guess. like oh. they should at least be like fucking entrepreneurs or uh, fucking real estate developers or why, why, why are they chefs? chefs? Are they or maybe the guy maybe Dante was a chef and then I think his girlfriend or wife she was an artist. So I think they had money where they were going to buy this town and then the investors come and then everyone buys their own. It's like they're building the, the town up. The blonde girl. They're building it together, wife, I believe. Right? The curly headed yes. one was the one that was like the investor. She's, I think, she's I think the they were both chef. chefs. Yeah, they worked the together. Yeah. That's why they, they had chefs. to stay in the town yeah. while the blonde girl left with the. Okay, uh, why did the blonde girl yeah. leave? Let's go back to that. That makes no it's sense. Either. It's like, yeah. who cares? It's none of your business. There's help there. Not who right. cares, but yeah, I know what like, you mean. You it's not your responsibility. And I think no. if like, if I was Dante, especially how she talked to him, I would not want my wife to, I'd be like, don't go with her. Cause she's racist. And here's, and here's, here's why she went. Happens. Why she got away from there. <laughs> she went. So we would follow that storyline. Cause otherwise, why are we following that storyline? Right? Yeah. Like there's no need to follow it otherwise. So but put her there. Yeah. They could have done a thing where Leatherface didn't go and then they don't know that he's there, you know? And so then the lady dies, they go in the house looking for the house note or whatever. And then that's when he comes. Like, it's like, he didn't need to go with her. Well, if he, if, if he didn't go though, he wouldn't have known she died. And then there wouldn't have been a reason for him to go on the rampage. He could have got a phone call. Okay. <laughs> <Text>. <laughs> I'm dying, son. Uh. I will say the dude, I'll give props to the dude who played Leatherface in this because I thought Leatherface, like, he was really good in this, really brutal. Um, I loved it. Did you like the mask? I thought the mask was mm. cool. Like, how he, he yeah, cut off the mom's face. Why did he cut off her face, Why though? Why did he cut off her face? Exactly. <laughs> oh, so, I, uh, I, I didn't know it was her face. Go ahead, Sam. I was going to say, I didn't know it was her face at the moment, like when I was watching it. Todd, that's why I messaged you, because I was like, wait, whose face is he cutting <laughs> off? I'm like, why would he cut off her face? That's yeah, his mom. But I thought it, it looked, he looks a little too much like uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. He, he does, actually. He does. Now you say I kinda, that. Yeah. I kind of do like it, though, but it's not leather face, you know? Yeah, so uh, that goes back to the Ed Gain story, like the original serial killer that it's based on. Uh, where and the inspiration for Silence of the Lambs and Psycho is that what he would do is he would at first uh, dig up uh, corpses and stitch them together and then when he ran out of corpses he started killing women to finish his job so he can wear a suit of a female to yell at himself as his mother uh, that's how oh, fucked, that's up fucked up at gain wise so I think that this version of Leatherface is like you know so like a not a mama's boy because it's not his mom but like you know his caretaker's boy i guess you could say that the only way that he can find the courage to fight back is to become his caretaker so by putting on her face he kind of channels her energy which is what ed gain kind of did as well and i think that's why he wore her face Makes sense. I'll go with it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people actually complain about it. They said it should have been the original mask, but that would have made no fucking sense. I mean, in a movie in that wall, makes no bro. sense. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he should have had it in the wall with the chainsaw. And it's that would like have been awesome. Just like a there. shriveled fucking thing. Yeah. Which... But he knew it... how to like preserve skin. So why would That's that be true. crazy? Yeah, but 50 I mean, years is like a long time. Taxidermist. It would have been a lot of decay. Like yeah. skin is still going to decay, like after uh, fifty years. Ha- yeah. How about when he grabs a cop's hand and breaks it? And oh man! His yeah. Throat? Todd, that's, that's what that, I was saying. That was the best. 
No, cool. I hated that. It was too Michael Myers. It I was Myers I loved it. Yeah, I, that was my favorite kill for sure. I like the the knee break because that was so. I hate fucking knee break shit backwards. Ugh. Yeah. So no. I liked when he took her head off at the end and then oh, I do. I was so pissed. I was so pissed that she was gonna live. I was like, no, the worst character in this movie. And she's and like, no, never mind. There he is. Yes. When she opened so the sunroof of the window, I knew she was dead. Yeah. Like, I know. I'm like, yeah. girl, you're not safe yet. Get the fuck into another <laughs> state. Let's before do two you... mile per hour. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Pilot. Like let's cruise. Oh hell no. I would have sped so fast. <laughs> it it just looks so fake though. Like it just looks so cheap, like it CGI did. cheesy. That was my problem with it. They could have did practical there or something. Could have been cooler. So Sally, like, was the only cop to show up after two cops went missing, presumed yep. dead. Well, yep. it's in a no right. nothing Got town. It? Like, there's no cops around. You know. <laughs> no, they they even said I think they called the cops and they said there isn't a cop in the fifty mile radius of uh, where you right. are. Right. So yeah, that, they're in they're in, they're in the middle of fucking sense. nowhere. Yeah. So like that, I mean, I, I can understand that. That like kind of makes sense, I suppose. Okay, but. I have a question. So I'm not, okay, this might be a stupid question. So when they go to the gas station, they have the Texas Chainsaw merchandise, like the little tourist goodies. So people knew about Leatherface, but they had no idea where he was at. Like wouldn't they right. have looked for him? Like there would have been other people that ran into him. That's what I'm saying. They missed that. They should have had a back, like a scene prequel scene mm-hmm. showing what happened to him. oh did anyone else think that the, the clerk was leatherface yeah because he kind of looked like gunner hansen yeah i thought so <laughs> that, that would, dude, yeah. but then again he's too I, like too smart to be leatherface that's true. okay <laughs> i do want to know is he getting royalties though on those little keychains because then maybe he wouldn't have to live in a foster home <laughs> right. he makes them right. actually sam and delivers them himself <laughs> I guess that makes, I guess that kind of answers our question. Small business owner. (laughs) He has an Etsy shop too online. (laughs) But I guess that does kind of answer our question. Like maybe he went back to the orphanage because like after the events, the cops came looking for him and stuff. So he was like, let me go back to where I originally came from, the orphanage. That's not where he came from though. He's he's an inbred (laughs) fucking guy. Yeah. Who knows? Um, yeah, he seems more he seems more with it in this one too, right? Like Leatherface he, he originally does... he clearly has a like a retardation. Yeah. In this one absolutely. he's like just a fucking powerful dude. Like that's it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that doesn't make much sense either. <laughs> um you guys want to get into the we got a few questions. Um, hold on sure. one sec. What are what are fucking Michael Myers and Leatherface? What's their like their secret to their fucking longevity, man? Both these dudes are fucking old as fuck. They're running down younger people. They're carrying massive chainsaws and they're good. I'm 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 kind of over the old old people killing people thing. I think we just need to like abandon yeah. this. Yeah, storyline. it's not it's not as scary. Uh-huh. I think it could be. It's just they're not it, doing yeah. it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my hip. <laughs> all right. Uh all right, so uh, you can ask us questions on social media at the Horse Squad Podcast or on Discord. First one is from Asa, Raining Blood 16. If you could buy your own town, what would be the shops in it? Like, what would you include? The barber, grocery store, taco stand? What would you put in your little town? In mine, I would have a little craft shop, nacho nice. shop, and a Halloween nachos, store. Just nachos. Just nachos. That'd be dope. They should have like a nacho stand at the mall. That'd be cool. It'd be like perfect mm-hmm. mall food. Yep. Um, movie rental, vintage movie rental place. Love it. Um, little movie theater that has like one screen, and then mm-hmm. I play whatever I want to play. 
and then barbecue and some kind of burgers. Hot dog stand? Yeah, oh, there you go. Hot dog stand. <laughs> I love hot dogs. Uh, yeah, movie theater for sure and an arcade. And I don't know what else. That's both of those. I mean, that's really all you need. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, there's a fire. What do we do? Yeah. Well, we don't really think this one through, but uh, you can go hang out at the arcade. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm kind of the same way. Like, definitely the movie theater. I definitely have a video store, you know, with the musty smell and the stale popcorn and all that stuff. Uh, arcade's a great idea. Um, yeah. It'd be pretty much all fun stuff. You know, no, no boring stuff. Um, he also asks, Give us your TCM franchise rankings. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I have a trouble like remembering all of them. So I'm just going to give you guys like my kind of the ones I remember. So you guys want to go first or? Let me, I have to pull up my letterbox. I have my list. I don't know all of them either. So I'll go first because I'm only going to include like two of them. So obviously I'm going with my number one is I'm ranking opposite. My number one is the remake with Jessica Biel. Number two, I'm going to give it to the original. And then three, I always forget which one this is, but the Matthew McConaughey one. It is creepy, and I know a lot of people hate it, but it's bizarre. Robot leg. I think think it's because that's the first one that I saw of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, so I'll list. I'm going to go original, part two, Uh, remake, Leatherface, which is part three. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the one we just watched, Texas Chainsaw 3D, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, um, which is a sequel to the remake, and then, I'm sorry, The New Beginning, which is a sequel to the remake, and then Next Generation, Matthew McConaughey, Nails Zellweger, and then Leatherface that came out in 2017, which I thought was terrible. I do love the remake, the sequel to the remake, where the brother is going to war. Vietnam. Yeah, that one is really good, too. My favorite one's actually the uh, remake for Jessica Biel, followed by the original, then part two, then probably this one, uh, you know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Then I'd go 3D, and then the rest are all like good points for me. So, yeah, I watched the Ken 4A one, Steve. Which one is that? Uh, the the part last three. Uh... Leatherface. Leatherface. Yeah, I haven't seen it's that got, one. It's got a uh, Viggo Mortensen in it, too. Oh, really? Oh, I really mm-hmm. thought I would check it out. Early rule, yeah. What year is that? Ish? It's like 2000? 90, I think 90. 90. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay, that was part three. Okay. All righty. So my, uh, my ranking is Original Texas Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Remake, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, uh, and then I will go... Hmm, you know what? I'm going to go this one, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then I'm going to go Leatherface, Part 3, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning, Texas Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Next Generation, and then Leatherface. All right. Um, next one is from Horror Fan Ryan. Whose face would you like to wear? All three of yours. <laughs> that just time. mashed up. I'll just, yes. just so like, yeah. Like, so I'll take Sam's mouth oh. and then Steve's. <laughs> Uh, the left side of Steve's face and then the right side of Todd's face. I like that. <laughs> my own. Okay, my Ooh. Own. Spice it up. Scary. Scariest, <laughs> scariest option. I'd wear my dog's face. Oh, boy. Uh, and That's I'll terrifying. Go. <laughs> the dog looks at her like, huh? <laughs> uh, I'll go Nicholas Cage. 
which is it seems like a good thing. John Travolta then. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> fire fire right back with face off, classic. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. That's a good movie. <laughs> All right. Uh and finally, uh we have audio questions from Chuck. So Chuck, what is your first question? Hey squad. Chuck here with a few questions. First, fuck Mary Kill. Leatherface, Leatherface, and Leatherface. 1974, 2003, and 2022. Who do you got? I just kill myself and not do any of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're all stinky fucking... They all, they all have stinky dicks, probably. Yeah, there's no wash. way. No fucking right? way. They're hanging around yeah. in, like, slop and fucking... No. No, I'm just fucking dying. Refusal. <laughs> yep. Wow. I'll take uh, 74. I'll marry 74. And then uh, fuck, remake, kill, new. Yeah, uh, so actually, I'm going to... I'm gonna marry new, because uh, hey, OG, OG had the pretty lady mask. So yeah, that's so that's why I'm gonna fuck uh, OG <laughs> and kill Leatherface of 03. because the new one seemed to have like more of a head on his shoulders. So and he was he cared for someone, so there's at least a shot for that. Uh, so that's, that's why true. I'm gonna marry the new one. But yeah, he, you know, the original's got the uh, the second mask is, uh, you know, it's all called <laughs> up. So yeah. <laughs> Ready for a special night out? And oh three, just put that's... a little makeup in this one. A little bit, yeah. Have but... A little blush. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Chuck, what is your second question? In the future, forty years from now, what will people be nostalgic for? Um, who knows? It depends God. on what our future has, right? Yeah. I'm. You know, honestly, that's a better question to ask. Uh, like kids in their twenties, right? Like stuff. Euphoria like will right be nostalgic. <laughs> Yeah, probably. That show's pretty popular right now. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'll have to ask my brothers. TikTok like, will like, be nostalgic. That's true. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully it'll be fucking gone. Do you guys think that our classics are eventually going to go into like more obscurity because there won't be anyone like our age to push it? Mm, I don't think so. There'll be someone always there to push it, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know, because like... Yeah, because like there's stuff from like the '60s and '70s that we didn't grow up with, and it got pushed over to us. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, not as even much like as the stuff 80s. in the '80s and '90s, if you think about it. Right. Right. It's already yeah. like starting to but, push its way up. Right, but like the classics will always stand the test of time from those errors. I think with well, like any kind of go ahead, Sam, go for it. No, you go. I was just gonna say I think with any kind of fan, whether it's like sci-fi or fantasy or whatever, it gets to a point where like you've seen all the cool shit that got you into it and then you're like oh what happened you know and then you're looking at like for fantasy purposes you got excalibur and you got fucking conan things like that so i think there's always gonna be people that are like research and start looking at old shit and seeing how cool it was i always think like the movies that we're getting prequels of like um texas chainsaw and scream well remakes i should say is what are the remakes gonna look like for the younger people like is there ever going to be like new stories that are like the next Michael Myers the next Leatherface like it's just so there's it's very few uh like unique killers you know what I mean so I wonder if it's just always going to be a remake or if there's ever going to be a new group of things for like the younger younger people maybe that you know what I'm asking yeah like a new Michael Myers that isn't Michael Myers yeah like a yes. Johnny Smith but one yeah. like one that is becomes something like we've done with Michael, where it's like I don't know. 
I think maybe the closest they've got was would probably be Terrifier right now, right? Right. Yeah. Modern slasher. Currently, like sound. He has one movie. You know. It's like... Yeah, he's yeah one hit wonder, huh? But he's yeah. uh, he's the merch wise. He's an anthology ridiculous. movie. Yeah, he's like an anthology too. He's not even like the right. main character of it. Like, so it's kind of weird. Yeah, Terrifier is like the only one I can think of right now. It's like a but he's not super that... mainstream. If you ask someone outside of horror no. fans, they have it's no true. fucking idea who he is. Right. Yeah, because yeah, sure, very mm-hmm. independent. Mm-hmm. I guess they could remake like The Conjuring, right? Because that was like that's huge what I was and, thinking. Like, yeah. 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 Just do something like I that, just, I guess. Yeah. There's no like icons of horror right now, like there was in like the 80s and even like the 90s. Obviously, had a couple, but I'm trying to think like past that, like that, yeah, but, especially that went into like mainstream. Like, there's no one I could think of. Like, you have like Victor Crowley, but yeah, ask sucks. anyone outside of horror, and he's not he's not gonna be known either. But to Sam's point, is it? Is Michael or Jason or whoever always going to get remade every ten years and then to probably, the end of time? probably, yeah. yeah. I or think maybe or, not. Maybe I mean, at just some like, point people are just going to be like, drop that. You know, it's they'll they'll take yeah, a break. People like, where's Jason at? Yeah, they'll yeah. take a break from them. They'll definitely take a break from them, like they have Universal Monsters, but then they'll bring them back, just like how they're bringing Universal Monsters back again. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely see. All right, uh, Chuck, what is your third question? If you were locked in a room with your favorite horror character, who would it be and what would y'all talk about? Todd, you look like uh, you have an answer <laughs> your mouth. And I, <laughs> nothing's coming out right now. Nothing's popping out on top of my head. I'm thinking. Who would, what movie character What movie character would we want to hang out with and talk about? Yeah, if, you you if you're locked, locked in a room. If you're locked in a room. I think oh. Sam would make Michael Myers go crazy. She'd be like, what are you thinking about? And he'd be like, silent. <laughs> but tell me. Throwing her hair and stuff. I'll go Hannibal Lecter, because I feel like you could have a pretty good conversation with him. He'd make you kill yourself, though, like he did that one guy. He might. He That'd might. Yeah. scary. I'll go, um, I'll have a conversation with Chop Top, and we'll just talk about, like, musical interest and things like that. Oh, that's cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go with <laughs> What? And I was like, I'll actually, I'll go with the guy who f- flings a semen from the Sansa Lambs instead. <laughs> no! <laughs> have a conversation with him. <laughs> He's going to fling you, it on your face. How'd you get the air and the philosophy on that semen throw? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would talk to Jigsaw, I guess. You probably yeah. have a lot of philosophy. Anti-hero. Yeah. 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 Um, I'd go Chucky. It'd be funny to like, you know, I'd sit in a room, watch Jackass with him, and <laughs> just like, <laughs> he tries to steal your body though when you're sleeping. Right. Hey, what? So is that problem? Right. Which does he even try to do that anymore? Did he do that in the show? I forget. No, I don't think he can get is out anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, I think he's stuck. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he's take now. He just he can. It's multiple Chuckies, right? It's like oh, but he took over. <laughs> um, what's her name? Fiona Doris. Uh, oh, that's right. He's in Nika. Is he in Nika? Yeah, he's. That's right. He's in the. Uh, yeah, he's in her yeah. body. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, but then he's also in the Chucky bodies too, because there's right. like multiple. He can like split himself off into multiple things now. Right. <laughs> All right. And Chuck, what is your last question? Last but certainly not least, Steve. While you were working in your adult shop. What is the oddest thing that you sold or had someone try to return? Oh, return? Yeah. Uh, oddest Can you thing return I sold. Sex toys, Steve? No. 
It's huh? been tried, but it didn't help. So the oddest thing I sold is 100% the inflatable uh, pig, cow, and sheep that we would get. And if you press inside the back door, uh, the sound of that animal would play. And that was super weird, super disgusting, and is the very first thing I sold when we we opened a new store. So go figure. It's would, it's a would gag you say gift. that's more of a yeah. I'm saying um, it's it's a, like a bachelor party gift. I think. Okay. I hope. But they, you know I, they stick their dicks in it though. You, I fucking hope not. Sure. No, no, it's probably just like a joke. I, I don't even know if it actually does know. it or it just says that on the box. You know, it's just one of those like crazy joke gifts. Uh, we, we had a lot of like stupid joke stuff like. Uh, you know, con- like mini condoms and stuff like that, just like to fuck around with your friends and shit. <laughs> as far as what is the weirdest thing someone tried to return, pretty sure I've told the story, but the quick version of it is that someone tried to return a used um, butt plug and he like fucking just threw it, that floppy shit on my counter. And he's like, you know, he argued with me to death and he's going on and on and on. And he's like, it wasn't comfortable. It's not what it, it was supposed to be. I didn't get aroused by it. And he just like, I, I was ready to kick him out of the store. Like I was, it's because it was a slow day. And I, I just, I was so amused by how crazy he was that I kind of kept it going. But eventually I was like, okay, no, you know what? You got to leave my store. I'm going to, I'm going to have to ask people to get you out. And as I'm like ready to say that, I look at the bill it's not even my fucking store. It's a completely different chain of stores. So he's trying to return a used butt plug at the wrong store. So yeah, so that's probably the weirdest thing that uh, I've Did had. You smell but it to make sure it was used. Hell not. No, I didn't even touch it. I fucking wiped that counter. Like uh, I almost had to close the shop just to like oh delouse my entire friggin' store. Um, yeah, no, returns didn't happen too often, to be honest. People don't have the balls to return stuff. You know, it's. Uh, Sometimes movies, if they, especially in the DVD era, they like would skip and shit like that. So sometimes we had that, but not toys or products. They were final sale anyway. So that's it. Thank you for all the questions. So did you guys like or dislike? Like, like it more or dislike it more since we talked about it? Uh, my opinion hasn't changed, I don't think. Mine either. No. Um, yeah. yeah, about the same. Well, let's rate it then. What about you, Todd? No, I, because you liked it for the same reason I did and then negative reasons for they said so it kind of still balanced it out at the end of the day yeah so there wasn't any two or four against it yeah so uh I put it a three and a half out of five on letterbox so what's that a seven about a seven yeah seven because I you know around. yeah gore, gore was still pretty damn good the face looked pretty damn good sunflower thing was cool the bus scene was fucking awesome um yeah so for all those reasons I give it that score yeah um yeah i mean it's a fun ride like like you gotta turn your brain off and just ignore like a lot of the noise in there but the fucking the brutalness is awesome of it the kills are great but there's a lot of problems here and i i just cannot look past the problems um i i want to rate it higher but i just can't based off of that i still think it's definitely watchable definitely worth a watch i would watch it again i really would um but yeah, it just unfortunately it's just bogged down by a lot of bullshit. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a six and a half. Um, yeah. So I liked it. It was a fun ride. There were some some uh, plot holes in it, but that's okay. Um, I would watch it again. And Joe, what did you rate it? I gave it a six and a half. Six and a half, and Todd gave it a seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm gonna give it 
a 6.8. Uh, like I said, on paper, I should absolutely hate this movie because of all the issues that it has and the plot points and the characters I didn't like. And there's a lot of things I shouldn't like about it. But what it comes down to is how I was entertained the whole time. I enjoyed watching it. The kills were great. And I cheered a few times. I laughed a few times. I had a fun time watching this movie. And that to me is worth a lot when you're, I'm watching a movie. And obviously it's not a great film, but it's actually my favorite film of 2022 so far. And I give it a 7.5 out of 10. So, you know, not, not a great score, not a bad score. And I think the best of the three big ones, Scream, Halloween, and uh, this from you know the last year so i agree also close better than Halloween. I, let's rate them real I, quick i think it's right on par with it it's close though i can't yes. remember what i rated halloween honestly i think i gave halloween a six so actually maybe i did rate this the highest yeah, I, well mine like, would be halloween uh texas chainsaw then scream yeah, tcm but, scream and then halloween for me tcm halloween and then scream for me that's uh Mm. I, I put I think I, I like I put TC M and Halloween like right on the same plane it's tough but I guess Bye. I guess if I had to I would probably give Halloween a little bit higher so I guess I'd go I think I think I guess I'd go Halloween TCM and then screen yeah the, the the thing to me is that Halloween like I'm more a fan of Michael Myers and I love the right. music Halloween so I'm more like mm -hmm. comfortable in that world but the characters I hated in Halloween are still fucking alive and, and going, whereas all the characters I hate in this got their due. And that's, yeah. that's, that's huge to me. So that's why I give this one like an edge over Halloween, but they are like in the same ballpark to me as well. Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah. Uh, there's one last thing if I you... want to talk to you guys about this movie as well um, that sure. we didn't mention is the after credit scene. Um, so no, that's right. Nope. A lot of people I like, it's just because my brain is programmed to always look for after credits. Like it's just, the way it is now and sure i was actually surprised to see that there was something so uh i talked to todd i think about this briefly was he was going back to his house right that was was that his house that's no, the original that house. house right it's oh, that's not the original store house it looks just like it nah, really it's totally different plus they really? filmed it, looks it in like budapest it. right you said yeah, yeah but, but, okay but i think it's supposed to be though him going back right. to the original house uh, that, that's why i thought as well because or else what yeah. what sense would it make to just go to a, like like a random house and what sense would it make to go to a fucking orphanage exactly. yeah I know. no That's no what I, was... <laughs> I know i know what you're i know what you're saying right yeah so i thought that 1974 was house i don't think it is but maybe i'm fucking wrong i think it is i think it is I think that's what they're going for, but it, it wasn't. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely what they're going for, I think. It's, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, that's what you're saying. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. uh, it's also 50 years later. I mean, houses don't look the same usually 50 years later. Especially they do in this part of Texas, okay? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it was a cool little okay. thing, but, like, do I care? Like, it, it's... I guess... I mean, are they going to make a sequel, like, with yeah, this new sure. Leatherface? Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think so. Everyone's talking about watching it. Is it so is that so is this girl our new she's she's a new heroine, she's gonna come back for revenge because she, years she from killed now, the she sister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say my name. He's fucking 130. <laughs> Who's yeah. would you come back? Like, let's be honest, would you come back to exact revenge? I'd be like, no, I'm not fucking no. going back. Like, yes, absolutely. You would you would it, it, it was like her friend brother and stuff. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. I would want to, but I would want to, but I wouldn't. I'd be like, why am I gonna risk my life? You know yeah. what I mean? Just fucking let revenge, it die. Man. But okay, what if I, I die? Then it's like, oh, well, he won. 
So it'll be a 2.1 on Letterbox right now for this movie. It's pretty low. It's yeah. pretty low. It's shockingly low compared to Scream, which is 3.5 still. Yeah, and I'm curious, I, like, why does she immediately assume it's Leatherface that came back and not someone just doing a copy? <laughs> like 50 years later, it just it's weird to me. You know? 50 years yeah. of this guy hid. 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Didn't kill a single person in 50 years. Right, and then no. she's like, someone she hears on the radio that someone killed with a mask and a chainsaw, and immediately she's like, "Well, oh, that's got to be <laughs> that's got to be 85 year old Leatherface." <laughs> <laughs> maybe, you know? maybe he was just maybe he was like killing animals or something instead. I don't know. Maybe they should do it in like a retirement home next with the face <laughs> in the chair. Yeah, maybe that's why that town is deserted. He killed everyone <laughs> over the yeah, like, right. fifty years. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still liked it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'll watch it again in like two months. Yeah. So the, next week, I mean, the, the bus scene. The bus scene is amazing. Yeah, like, we didn't really fun. talk about it much, but the bus scene was fantastic. Oh yeah, the bus scene's great, and the poop scene that that made me laugh. Like out of yeah, nowhere, she gets shit on with the pipe. pipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So next week, uh, I don't know if you guys were. I think you're all okay with it. Uh, so the day our episode drops next week is the 100th anniversary of Nosferatu. Uh, so we thought about Nosferatu, but I don't know if there's enough to discuss, like for a full episode. And then we thought Shadow of the um, Shadow of the Vampire. Vampire, thank you. Shadow of the Vampire, but we can't find it anywhere. It's like almost impossible to unless you buy it on blue on DVD for on eBay or something. It's just not around. So we thought we'd just put a vote for a vampire movie and put it to vampire themed. So we'll each pick something, put the vote out, and that'll be it. Have you guys thought of something? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah. You're dark, baby. My favorite vampire movie. Wait, so we just need to throw a vampire movie in? Yeah, any vampire movie. Okay. I'm going to go with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I I figured you would. It's great. She's a babe, dude. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dr. Howard, we got fucking Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Luke Perry. Perry. Uh, What's his face from Scream? Yeah. David Arquette. Oh, yeah. 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 Surprised no one wants to do Lost Boys. Let me in, man. You're flying. Or Twilight. Oh, God, please. Watch out, Todd. That's what's going to be your punishment. I mean, it's good. See, the reason why I'm not in a hurry to give Todd his punishment movie, because I know he won't watch it. He'll just look look up the notes on it. He's a a fair fair game. Stern. Stern, but fair. Stern, but fair. I love that. (laughs) God, I love that. From fucking Gumball Rally. (laughs) Oh, I got from Jackass. Yeah, well, it's uh, the Jackass crew at the Gumball Rally. Oh. Every time they got uh, arrested in Russia, they're like Russia, yeah, Russian, Russian police. Cops. Stern, stern, but fair. <laughs> I think that was like Jackass two point five too. Not even like the fucking original two. I don't know. It, it's a special they did. One. Yeah, it was, it's funny. The new one's funny. No, no, the, I haven't seen the new one. No, the, the Gumball Rally was uh, oh, when they sing about Latvian police because they kept like pulling over their <laughs> super expensive cars and stealing them. Yeah. yeah Doesn't he go to like a? sperm donation bank in russia too yeah, yeah. Oh, man those guys are crazy yeah uh, anyway <laughs> vampires near dark uh buffy buffy joe's dvd mm, i'm thinking give me a second i'm looking right now i'm gonna go with i've never seen it but i've heard good things the only lovers left alive never even heard of it tilda swinton Tilda Swinton. She's good. She's good. Yep. Is this new? It's a Jim Jarmusch movie from 2013. 
what was it? the only what only lovers. lovers left alive only or the only just on, only okay, lovers left is. alive the fucking letterbox can be finicky <laughs> okay yeah it's available well, it's on tubi great sweet nice. 3.8 wow yeah and for okay. me it'll be what we do in the shadows oh dead don't die director oh. damn it <laughs> what we do in the shadows fucking i love that movie Oh, That's I'm almost done with the one. season three too. Oh, good. Oh, what, do you, nice. what do you think? Definitely picked up. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah the end of season three picks up. Thankfully. Should yeah, I fuck. get back to watching it, Todd? Do it. It's, it's worth it. Yeah, the, the last like two, three episodes are worth are worth. Okay. It. May it's I just, approach the bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like episode like three to six are just not good at all for some reason. But then, at least it picks up. I was considering Queen of the Damned for a second too. Ooh. Smoke show. It's been a while. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Surprised no one. Surprised no one picked. Let the right one in. Or let me in. There's a right. There's a lot of vampire movies to do one day. There are. Yeah. Both those movies are good. From Dusk Till Dawn. Classic. Classic. <laughs> we got no votes last Classic. time. <laughs> yeah, we put it up for something. <laughs> Classic. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not sure which one will win this time. Yeah, I think it go anyway. Honestly, on this one, because Sam always wins. Yeah, Sam always wins. I don't think people will pick that one. I honestly, I didn't think anyone was going to pick Jawbreaker. (laughs) I really didn't either. (laughs) Like in the first day when we did that vote, it was like fucking thirteen to one and one for Jawbreaker. (laughs) I was like, that was shocking. Yeah, I start. I actually started watching The Love Witch, and I'm like, ooh, this is. It looks like it was filmed yeah. in like 1970. Like, I'm like, holy fuck. Like this movie, it was only filmed a few years ago, but man, they, the way it's they good. filmed it's beautiful. it, really, yeah, like super beautiful. I'm excited to keep watching it, but I was like, I need to like, I was watching it on my phone. I was like, I need to watch this like on a big screen. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to wait. I want to watch it. Yeah. We'll watch it. We should watch it together. Okay. Oh, to date. Yeah. It's like two, pl- it's, it's like two hours though, which is kind of like, oh, we didn't even mention the runtime on Text Chainsaw. It's like an hour and 15 minutes, which was nice. Perfect. Like nice it's and tight. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Was yeah. it? I didn't realize that. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's it an hour and 23 need minutes. To be longer, you don't need to put it longer. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's an, it's listed at an hour 23, but it's, it ends at an hour 15 and then oh. it's like seven minutes of uh, credits. Yeah. Nice. Nice, nice and short. Perfect. Yep. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for another episode. Let us know what you think of uh, Leatherface and the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and check out our Discord. It's always a great time over there, and you can be a part of some fun stuff that Steve always has going on over there. So check it out. And thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.